Welcome to the Potter Discussion. Welcome back to the Potter Discussion, discussing Harry Potter, Fantastic Beasts, and the Wizarding World fandom. I'm your host, Oscar, and this is episode 219. Thank you, everyone, for joining me today on today's episode. It was a lovely day, and it's, of course, a pleasure to be recording to you. Today, we are talking about Gringotts Bank in a Quizmaster, and boy, oh boy, it has been a long time. As I was trying to ponder an idea for this episode, I was thinking, what have we not done? What has been, what is, what has uh, been been in the archives for too long? Has not had a had a resurgence, and immediately I thought of Quizmaster. So that is exactly why we are doing a Quizmaster Gringotts today. I certainly hope you will stick around because, of course, we've got the main round, we've got the warm up round, and of course the challenge question, which is the hardest question of them all, and I will ask you this question in this episode, and next week I will give you the answer, so, because it is, it is pretty hard, you might have to have a few days to think about it, so this is going to be a fun episode, we've got so many fun things in store, and I certainly hope you will enjoy it. If you have any questions, comments, or topics about today's episode, definitely send me an email, my email is thepartydiscussion at gmail.com, that is thepartydiscussion at gmail.com, and of course, you can also sign up for the Quill and Ink newsletter, which should be coming out just a few days after this episode. But not to fear, if you are not listening to this episode in a timely fashion, the next Quill and Ink is not too far. With all that said, I think it's just about time that we get into today's episode. So, without further ado, let's get into today's episode. Alright guys, you know the drill. We've got to start off with the warm-up round. These are three questions that are extremely easy. They're, they are designed to be answered correctly. They are just to get you in the mindset of Gringotts and really get these, these brain juices flowing. So here is the warm-up round. I'll give you three questions rapid-fire back-to-back and then we'll discuss the answers after. So here we go. Question one, where is Gringotts? Question two, what is Gringotts? And question three, who works at Gringotts Bank? There we have it. I must say, not too difficult. I certainly hope you have the answers at this point. If you don't, this is going to be a tough few minutes, but I certainly hope that you do. So let's just think about this for a quick second. I asked, what is it, where is it, and who works there? I think these are some pretty self-explanatory questions. We definitely have all of these answers many times in the story, so certainly I don't think it should be a difficulty in coming up with the answers. So what are the answers to these questions? Let's start off with where is Gringotts, and that is of course in Diagon Alley in London. That is a pretty easy one. Then we've got what is Gringotts. I'd argue this is the easiest one of them all. I said welcome to the episode where we talk about Gringotts Bank. It is a bank. Yippee. And finally, who, who works there? Possibly the hardest question of the warm-up round. We, of course, have the goblins who are working at Gringotts Bank. So there we have it. That's it. That's, that's, that is the warm-up round. And, of course, again, the idea is not that you are, you know, answering these and you're, you know, this is, this, this is, this is not an intense round of questioning. This is just to make sure that you are in the right mindset for this episode. So I hope you are right. And with that, I think it's time that we move on to the main round. So let's get into this. 
So here we are in the main round. This is where the real questions get asked. There are varying levels of difficulty. They're not ranked in any sort of way, but we have seven questions here to answer. And there will be some that might be a little too difficult to come up with the answer with. That is completely all right. The goal here is to get as many right as you can. And well, there, there will be opportunities for some bonus points on these questions because, of course, that is how this game works. So let's do this. The first question of the day. Which goblin helps Harry to his vault in the first book? There we go. That's it. Which goblin helps Harry to his vault in the first book? So this is an interesting question. And of course, that's the case with all the questions. But mostly because with this, this is a question that came up in the story just kind of by chance. Of course, nothing's by chance, I suppose. But this is this is something that we that we investigated later in the story. So this is not something that, you know, you it's not a, it's not a blink and you miss it kind of thing, even though in the first book, I don't know if we really, you know, use this goblin's name a lot. And of course, the name is what I'm going for here. But without without giving too much away, we this is not the last of this goblin that we see. So there is certainly something of of this that comes back. And absolutely, this is this is a question that is is something that really is important to the story, which is why I picked it. And of course, this that's also why a lot of the other questions are here, because it's not just, you know, a meaningless fact. It is a connection that is made. And I'm just kind of trying to test you on these 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 different elements of the story that really weave a web. And this is one of those connections that is from the beginning to a different part in the story that really makes a difference. But that's why it's so interesting, because this this goblin is one that we get to know after the first book, and it's definitely one that that we maybe don't have the best feelings towards after we depart for the final time. So I hope you're getting it. I hope it's coming back because definitely this is this is a question that should be pretty easy to get, and. I think that should be enough time to hopefully come up with an answer because, of course, the answer to this question of who helped Harry to his vault in the first book is Griphook. And that is a goblin that we meet later. I don't, I don't want to give it to too many specifics, but we meet him later in the Deathly Hollows when the trio has to break back into Gringotts to get the, uh, the Helga's Hufflepuff's Cup, which they do, but in doing so, they have to trade the Sword of Gryffindor, which unfortunately means they cannot destroy it but what they do do is they keep it and then they use they a basilisk fang the chamber of secrets once they arrive at hogwarts to destroy it which works just the same so good for them but uh another hint that hopefully should have helped you was you know the fact that the trio maybe didn't like the goblin too much after after their 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 final meeting and that was because unfortunately the he he cheated them and ran and let them to die and that's kind of eh. so Griphook, that kind of is a that's kind of a mean mean thing to do, but certainly he is the answer to this question. Even though he might be not 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 the nicest of chaps, he is the answer to the question, and that's what that is what counts. <laughs> so with that, let's move on to question number two. This next question is 
perhaps a little more tricky than the last. And of course, they cannot all be the same. They cannot be all as easy. So this one might be a little more difficult to think of. So this is a fun one. Question number two in Gringotts, what is the thief's downfall? There it is. In Gringotts, what is the thief's downfall? So this is definitely one that's going to be a little more tricky to think of. And I the only hint I will give you outright is that this is a play on words. That is the only thing that I think can help you here. And it is certainly one that is, I think, I think you can do it. I think with that you can do it. Just think through it. You know, really consider all the options, all the pathways, all the chambers, all the passages, you know, this is just a big underground tunnel that we're navigating here. Honestly, Quizmaster is just like, you know, the vaults, you know, it's just a big long track and we're zooming down in the cart and you stop at different vaults to get different questions. And if you get it right, you move on. If you don't, then the dragon eats you. You know, it's, it's you know, it's just it's just like that. That's 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 kind of fun. But I don't know where, you know, in Gringotts, the, I, I don't know where the thief's downfall would fit into all of this, but I guess once we learn what it actually is, maybe we can decide. So the thief's downfall is, in my opinion, a very clever integration, and uh, I'm trying to figure this out because I don't want to give too much away, I'll be honest. There's definitely an an an, an element here of you know, something that, that can help the the bank owners, you know, the people who actually put their money in the bank, but there also might be an element that is a little more difficult for another group. And though that might be a positive thing, for some of the most important things that go on in Gringotts, it is a horrible thing. And it really gets in the way. The Some of the most important things that have happened in the bank have been really thwarted by this. And that is something that really is a horrible setback and maybe is not a great integration. But still, I think there, there is some stock in this. And even though, you know, it can have some negative consequences it is it is necessary so there's there's definitely a, a many layers to this question so the thieves downfall is definitely not something that you know is is immediately recallable so i think we can just kind of do this what is the thieves downfall well this is a this is funny it is a waterfall a waterfall that goes across the track and Every cart has to go under that waterfall, and if you have any concealing enchantments, or if you've, if you've taken any potions or any transfiguration, it all goes away. And that is the thieves' downfall because the thieves are swore, are thwarted. It is their downfall, and it's also a waterfall. What's my called downfall? Ah, 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 ah. I must say, I happen to really like this specific play on words because it makes so much sense, and I think it's not focused on enough. I, I, I very much appreciate this. But the reason why I was saying it's necessary but sometimes a little annoying is because, like we saw with the trio, when they were trying to get into, into Bellatrix's vault, Hermione was Bellatrix, and they were zooming down in their little cart, and the once once they were revealed and the cart knew it, 
they were dropped and the card zoomed away. So a little, I will, I will admit, maybe I was being a little misleading. But hey, what is this without a little bit of a challenge here? <laughs> so yes, uh, the 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 card will dump you and will zoom away and will you will be left to pretty much die, or to keep going and somehow make it, which they did. I don't even know how it's possible. So good for good good for the trio and the goblins who were helping them. But there's definitely not a, uh, definitely something that I think I would keep. If all things considered, I would rather have a fortified bank than one, the one little hiccup removed from, from the trio. And that definitely, I think, is something that many people would agree with me on. Because it is, it is, uh, a, a, a caveat. Well, first of all, it makes for a very interesting story, and I think that's why I really enjoy it so much, is because it is something that I think really pokes the boundaries of magic, because of course you're kind of you're thinking like, well, why is it, well, how does it work? But then also, how does the cart detect? That's one thing I was, I was always wondering about, you know, how does the cart know? <laughs> and also, wouldn't they have put like some kind of charm on the place where they fell so they couldn't? cast a an an arresto momentum so they you know their 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 falls slowed i feel like that's kind of a pretty basic thing to do or maybe maybe the reason why they didn't is because they they wanted to die a slow painful death i mean that is well first of all maybe they would just die on impact so so maybe this is actually a a a calculated decision that really shows the the grit of the goblins <laughs> On, on the place where you fall, there's no charm to stop you, or no, yeah, no, yeah, there is no charm to stop you casting Arrest of Momentum, so either you don't cast it, and you fall, and you die, or you do cast it, and you're stuck in the, in, like, the underground, <laughs> like, you're stuck, like, a thousand feet below, and you've got to just kind of figure it out, you know, you've got to figure out how to, how to live, so that is actually really, that's actually really horrible, but I guess that's I guess that's why. I mean, I guess there's a there, there's a there's a reason in green guts for everything, and I guess that is that. So there we have it. So there we go. That is question number two. But let's move on to question number three. So moving right along to question number three, and this one is I would say it depends. You're either gonna get it or you don't. This is this is one of one of those one of those trademark quiz master questions, and I think we should do this. So, question number three: Who is Bogrod? There we go. It is simple. Who is Bogrod? Who is he? There are definitely a few answers here. Not in who is he. I mean, of course, you could say anyone, but I will be wanting a few of his things. First of all, I want him, I want you to tell me his job and what he does in the story because there are both of those. If that gives you a hint, use that to maybe answer this question correctly. So who is Bagrat? Of course, we always have to have one identification question that always spices things up a little bit. And this is one where, you know, the name is not the most important part of the character. So you might have to kind of dig deep and think just think about their interactions at the bank, you know, when they went, who they went with, their purpose each time. You know, for example, if Harry went the first time, maybe he went Bagrod there because Bagrod is the keeper of the dragon. I don't know. Maybe if Harry went in the 
I don't know, whatever book you went in, maybe it was this, maybe it was that. Just kind of really think about the roles of the, the, the different goblins and why Harry would need to talk to one. So this is certainly one that I think you can get, but it is definitely a question that you cannot just think, you know, you, this is this is this is not a question in which you can calculate the answer, you know. There is no way to search for the answer. You just kind of have to know it. But that is the goal of Quizmaster. So, I think, you know, maybe you've got it at this point. So, let's just go ahead and discuss the answer here. So, Bogrod is the goblin, he's a goblin, that helped Harry, well, helped is a big word, <laughs> Bogrod is the, is the goblin that was imperioed into helping Harry, uh, Harry on Hermione and Griphook into breaking into Bellatrix's vault. His job is he's kind of the overseer of the bank, I guess you could say he's kind of a manager, because... He was the one who was kind of you know asking for ID and kind of questioning Hermione as Bellatrix when they when they entered, and eventually when he was in period, they went into the the lower vault and he was <laughs> a little unwilling perhaps, but he opened the door and they went in and all of that. So there's definitely a a a lot of layers for this. How about one point per? Answer one point for identification, job, and purpose. There you go. So you can add up, add up your points accordingly. But I must say, I'm a fan of Bogrod. I think he is a he is an underestimated character. He's one that we should all appreciate greatly. Without him, this story would not be possible. They would not have gotten Bellatrix's cup. So, or I guess you could say Hufflepuff's cup. So good for Bogrod, even though it was against his will. Even though he would have called the police and killed them all if he could, he still did it. So. <laughs> Thanks, man. But that pretty much covers it. There's a question now coming up that is closely related to this one. And we should move on to that now. All right, here we are. Question four. And this is a little bit related to Bogrod, which hopefully should give you a hint. But here we go. How do you open a Gringotts vault? That is question four. How do you open a Gringotts vault? And there are a few different answers here, and there are definitely a few different defenses as well that would be good to know. So kind of a part two is what are what are what is what is defending the vaults? And again, this is a multi-step question. So let's just kind of maybe discuss a little bit and we can kind of go over the 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 multi-answer once once you have had sufficient time. So what is defending the vault? I think this is this is definitely an interesting question, and because mostly because the defense of Gringotts is so high, I guess high tech really isn't the word. It's actually very low tech. It is very high security. A break in into Gringotts is like is is it's like a break in into Hogwarts. It never happens. The fences are so tight. Security is so tight. It is really, I mean, either on the side, <laughs> you either have to you know use a Gringotts goblin or use. Voldemort himself to get in and that's really those are the two break-ins that we saw of course there are others because nothing is impenetrable but they are very rare and rarely very uh, successful because of course they have they have warnings it is is Gringotts is 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 pretty much the securest place to put your stuff as we have learned except for Hogwarts 
But that is actually a point that I want to argue a little bit because clearly Hogwarts is not that safe because people are breaking in. And then when the teachers are swapped out, you know, then it really kind of just anyone can go in and anyone can go out or and anyone evil can go in or out. But versus 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 green goods where that really doesn't change. So good, 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 good for the bank. Unfortunately, Hogwarts did not stand to the standards, but I think in this case, Grinkets is actually more safe. That is a time for a, another. Uh, that is, we have we have time later for that for that debate, but I think we should discuss the the answer to this question. So, how do you open a vault, and what is what is defending a vault? So, this is a multi step question. So let's start with how do you open a vault, and there are two methods that we saw. One of which is for the mo is for the more low security vaults. For a a low security vault, all you have to do is have your key, just like Harry. You know, Harry is his um, his the 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 Potter family vault is relatively low security. Of course, there is a pretty solid amount of money in there. But it is just you know it is not so much more than than uh, another another family. So Harry has Harry has his key. He can open it with a lock. The grip hook, who was the goblin who helped him, of course, as 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 we've learned, grip hook takes his key, opens the the hatch, puts in the lock, twists it, pulls it out, and the door opens. Simple enough. On a more high security vault. There is a different process, and that is there has to be a Gringotts Goblin who takes their hand and puts it on the door. There are, of course, we've seen a little bit of conflicting. Of course, I mean, I think, uh, I think Grip Hook like, like drew his finger down the door, and that opened it. Uh, and he said anyone but a Gringotts Goblin who tried that would be sucked through the door and would have to be uh, kept there for like a long, long time. He said like we only check every like 50 years or something like that. And the same is with Bogrod, and that is kind of where he ties into this. We saw that because he was imperious, he had to, you know, his his hand had to be pressed to the door kind of for him. So Grippa kind of just like threw it on the door. And that is how they managed to get in. I don't know why it Griphook couldn't because in the beginning he said if anyone but a Gringotts Goblin tried that, you know, they they wouldn't be able to do it. But isn't he a Gringotts Goblin? You know, maybe it could be that maybe he like is maybe he's like removed from his job or something like that. Because I mean, we don't really learn if he's still employed or not. But yeah, it could be that he's not a Gringotts Goblin anymore. He's just a goblin, and Bogrod is the Gringotts goblin. That that could be it. But anyway, the 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 key is a Gringotts goblin, which they have to press their hand to the door, draw their finger down, or whatever. And there is a dragon outside. That is that is the other part to this. There is a dragon that will, of course, uh, char you to to two bits if that happens. And a little bonus for who is Bogrod is Bogrod gets killed by the dragon. So there you go. <laughs> so many bonus questions. I love them. I am loving this. And then of course we have things like the Theus downfall and having having to, you know, actually get in and all like there's a lot of steps involved. So there you have it. That is the answer to the question. But I think we should move on. So, question 5. This one might be a little bit more easy, but I think it is it is a valiant question all the less, all the more. Wow, all the less, that's different. So here it is, question number five. What ID is required of of Hermione in the Deathly Hollows? I almost said the trio. It was not of the trio. It was of Hermione. So what ID? This is 
I think the hardest part of this is going to be kind of figuring out what that means. And definite, I think with this, a bonus point you can get is 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 giving the reason why. And of course, the reason why is they want to make sure Bellatrix is really Bellatrix trying to draw from her vault. But there is a why, and there is something that might be a, a bit more a bit different in this situation than in in some others. So this is definitely a question that I think you can get right, but you could also get some bonus points if you can name all of the parts of of the wheel. So let's think about this a little bit. I think the ID is definitely interesting, especially because they don't ask it of Harry in 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 the in the Philosopher's Stone. They just kind of send him on his way. If he has his key, he's Harry. They don't check if it's real, they don't check if it works, they don't check anything. Hagrid, well, first of all, not even Harry gives it to him. It's just it's it's Hagrid who just takes it out of his coat and hands it to him. It could be anything. And great, they're in. I mean, of course, like he could like they could learn. I mean, this this might be kind of where we have to kind of think of like what what the implied powers of goblins are. Um, they probably know like the exact weight of the key, so they could probably tell if it's fake. And they 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 maybe they can know off off their head, like off just like by feeling it if it's real or if it, if it works or anything like that. But we we aren't assuming that. And they could, you know, attack Griphook when when he's trying to like right after he puts the key in the lock, and then you know take all the money and. But then again, I don't know why they want to steal from their own vault. But yeah, it all—it's—it's all—it's all all there. All—it's all there. So let's ask this question: What ID is asked of Hermione in the Deathly Hallows? It is, of course, her wand, and this is where it gets a little tricky, because the why here for the bonus points is they know that Bellatrix's wand was stolen. So if Hermione gives them Bellatrix's wand they know that she is not Bellatrix and because they also know that Malfoy Manor was recently broken into and there's there's a well it wasn't broken into but there's a there there's a kerfuffle and people escaped and maybe there's someone on the loose with Bellatrix's hair and perhaps some Hologis potion in her wand so that is why they are on high alert and that's why they asked her for it so there we have it that is question number five but let's move on to question number six Question number six. I think we should just really get straight into this one. So here it is. What is written on the entrance of Gringotts? That's it. What is what is written on the entrance? And for this one, if you can get what the message is, not, you know, literally what it says, but what is what is the message of it? Or, you know, if it's one word or two words, if you can get those words, if you if you can get the 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 core of the meaning that is a point in your favor. If you can, if if you remember what it actually says, like the words that are used, that is a bonus point for you. However, of course, that is, that's a little more difficult. But if you know what it says, if you know what it's trying to say, then that is a point in your favor. So let's think about this. What could possibly be written on the doors of Gringotts? Well, this is, I think, one that you might have to kind of think of on your own because, of course, I could run through all the possibilities and think of all the options, but if I did that, I think you would just be able to guess the answer. So for this, I think really kind of what we're, what, what we're going for here is what would Gringotts not want to be kind of encourage you know what's what's something that they're afraid of happening what's something that you know they work very hard to prevent 
I guess that's something you could also think of. So in my mind, this is pretty obvious. This is pretty obvious. So really nailing down the sentiment of the message might be the challenge here. Because, of course, you might be able to just know pretty like it's, I mean, even without hearing you know all the all the all the hints i think you could probably figure out the basis of it but to get a little bit further to to, to really understand what it's saying i think to 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 get the point you might have to go a little bit farther so you really have to think of you know what would be so important for gringos that that they would want to put it on the front of the of the entire building you know what would they feel so strongly about that they would print it on that they would they would put it on the doors as you're walking out i mean that's just but that's just crazy it, it might not be exactly on the doors but harry reads it as he as as he's going in and it is clear it is very clear actually it, it might be on the ground it might be on the ground maybe i don't know it's there it is clear as day it is a message to you walking in what is it well let's talk about it the message is a a a message to all the thieves out there all the people who might who might want to steal that is what green guts is trying to prevent and it's saying you know if you want to go down there i'm just saying it's not going to be easy so that is it if you kind of got that you're in that's that's a point but here is the here here is the full actual message if somehow you know the whole thing then that is you know what i'll give you two two extra credit points if you can if you if you know this entire thing but here it is Enter stranger, but take heed of what awaits the sin of greed. For those who take but do not earn must pay most dearly in their turn. So if you seek beneath our floors a treasure that was never yours, thief, you have been warned, beware of finding more than treasure there. I actually really like that. It's it's so perfect. It really fits Green Guts. It is saying, you know, all right, come on in, but just so you know, you might not make it out, and that's kind of the uh, the uh, whole gate, like the, the the whole thing of the entire bank. You know, sure, you can you you can try to break into the vaults. We won't stop you, but you might not be able to break back out. You know, that's like that's kind of what they're what the what they're what they're saying here, and that's 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 always so funny to to read. It's very well written, also. I I uh, like that, and also it. Uh, is vague enough that it applies to everyone, but it is specific enough that you know what's in store if you are dis- if if you decide to steal. So, good for that. There it is. That is that is question number six. But let's move on to question number seven and the challenge question. Let's move on. We have made it to question number seven. If you've stuck around this long, I certainly hope you are at least at least getting some some of these questions right. But moving on to question number seven. Here it is. Which of the Weasleys is a Gringotts employee? Which of the Weasleys is a Gringotts employee? And I think you can get this. I think you can get this. So I'm going to add on to that. And what what is their job? What do they do at Gringotts? And what uh, uh, and who is it? Pretty much. That is that is the question that we are going to be thinking about those 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 are the questions i should say so to tell you the truth i think the hardest part of this at least for me was thinking of you know okay so there's ron and there's fred i was, I was trying to think of all the names and all the people and all the like okay now we got it so if you can think through who is who and who does what and who does this and who does that i think you will be pretty good to go 
And I think with this one, you really got to think about who we see in the film, who we do not see in the film, and really got to think about, you know, who who works where, who do we... Hmm. Yeah, this, I, I, I don't want to I don't want to go too far into it, but there is there is definitely a lot of things that could tip you off for this one. And definitely a few a few lines in there, a few lines in the story that can really give you the answer that you seek. But if it's not yours, you might get trapped. <laughs> you might get trapped in there if it's not yours, if you didn't earn it. But anyway, see, that's funny because, OK, all right, it's all right. So, so anyway, uh, honestly, let's just talk about the answer. Of course, the Weasley child that works for Gringotts is Bill Weasley. Otherwise, no, you know what? I, you know what I didn't know his his real name is William. There's a there's a fun fact for you. William Arthur Weasley is his full name. Is yeah, he he goes by Bill. So Bill is the correct answer here. Bill works for Gringotts as a curse breaker. There we have it. That is his career. That is that is the answer. And that pretty much covers it for this episode. That is question number seven. I certainly hope you enjoyed. I very much enjoyed this episode. Recording these Quizmasters is always such a blast to discuss the ins and outs of the story to test our knowledge. And it is always a good time. If you have any suggestions for a, for a, for a Quizmaster, I am all ears. You can send those in for, to thepodgerdiscussion at gmail.com. That is thepodgerdiscussion at gmail.com. And, of course, there is always the contact form on thepodgerdiscussion.com. And there is the Quill and Ink newsletter, which, again, will be coming out shortly. But if you miss it, it will be right around the corner whenever you sign up. So make sure you do that. I really hope you enjoyed, but there is still a little bit left to go. Of course, I did not forget the challenge question. Don't forget that. And here it is. We've been talking about curse breakers a little bit. So my challenge question for you is simple. What is a curse breaker? That's it. What is a curse breaker? And I will not accept someone who breaks curses. <laughs> that is that I don't think that is that that answer does not cut it. If you come up with next week and you say, "Oh, I break curses on objects," that does not really work. Got to give me the description of the job, what they do. I mean, they work for Gringotts, so hopefully that 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 should give you a clue. But I will see you next week with that answer. If you enjoyed this episode, definitely leave a review on the show. Five stars on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Podchaser is greatly appreciated. And, of course, a written review is also appreciated and a great way to communicate your ideas to uh, for for the show. And if you enjoyed this this episode, then the, the chances are that someone else will too. So if you could do me a solid, go ahead and share this with someone who you think would enjoy it. Maybe you, maybe you could have like a nice coffee chat one Sunday morning talking about Harry Potter are talking about the episode and if you do i would love to hear your thoughts so again make sure you send me an email in the potter discussion at gmail.com but that's it that is it i really hope you enjoyed today's episode i certainly did i will see you next week with the answer to the challenge question and that is it as always remember that happiness can be found even in the darkest of times if one only remembers to turn on the light i will see you all later This was the Potter Discussion.